It's DTS 218, and what a first week of Forsaken it has been. We're talking all about the crazy updates that happened this weekend and the news ahead this week. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What is good, everybody, and welcome to Destiny, the show. I am BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my great co-host, Diddy. What a week, dude. How did you enjoy your launch time? Man, it it was so great. I was super fortunate enough to grab a code from Activision for Forsaken, so I was able to play on launch day just with everyone else, and it was a blast. It, yeah, it was probably, probably the best content in Destiny 2 or in destiny since pretty much the taken king i think i would have to fully agree right there i didn't mean to cut you off but like honestly the most fun i've had with destiny since the taken king depending on how things unfold over the next month or two i could totally see this surpassing my opinions of the taken king and like rising up above it but we're gonna have to see what the next few months look like in terms of the first week though i loved the story I love the grind. I have two characters. Uh, the Warlock got to like 521, and the Hunter, uh, which I just started with the new little level boost thing. Thank goodness that exists in Destiny 2. <laughs> I was really worried that I was going to have to do like a full story playthrough again. Uh, and after us playing on PS4, then going to the PC, dude, it's like that's a lot of the Red War thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Hunter got to like 518 or something like that. So overall, just good week, grinded way too much. And holy cow, so many things happened this last weekend, too, that we're going to talk about in the show today, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's good content, too, right? Because you want to go back and play it. I enjoyed this story the second time through on The Hunter. And I've got a Titan that's, I think, like level 11. That I'm going to end up probably <laughs> ultimately leveling up eventually. So I finally have achieved where we were with remember in d1 where it was like okay you basically had three maxed on xbox and two or three maxed on playstation mm -hmm. i don't think it'll get to that degree here but i am working my way pretty close i mean we got two characters now on pc going but we'll see if i get that third going what was your favorite part would you say before we get into the news um uh the bow man the the bow is so much fun i i I forget what it's called, but I got a bow drop that is super good for PvE. Uh, it's got like the the headshot explosion, and it has rampage. So, mm. and it's a long draw bow as well. So it's it says it's optimized for DPS or whatever. So I just kill three trash mobs and get three stacks of rampage, and then I just melt bosses because it's it's really nice. I like it a lot. I'm so happy random rolls are back in the game. Yeah. That in and of itself, dude, I feel like was so transformational going back to a success in D1 where every time you get the drop, you look at it, you look at the rolls, and there is something really special because that bow is yours. That is your bow with that roll. And you could have gotten like an infinite different kind of combination set of different roles. Yeah, you got a ton. We were playing uh, a strike and you got that same bow as a drop. And 30 seconds later, you're like, oh, that's crap or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dismantle shards. Yep. Yep. Exactly. 
Awesome. Today's show is not going to be spoiler free. It's not like we're going to just like rub story spoilers in your face. However, we're going to talk about the program and talk about the game over the last week as if you have completed the story in Forsaken and have made your way to locations, blah, 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 blah. So if you have not <laughs> finished the story up just yet, you want to be completely blind. All right. Check in with us again next week but you'll definitely want to hear about all the stinking exploits and the crazy reset mayhem that happened over the weekend so why don't we hop into the news diddy news. okay diddy let's start the excitement and talk about the status update from the d2 dev team they had a very busy weekend not only were people breaking into the raid space early and getting gear from a chest we had the early reset happen where essentially saturday night the gambit the Crucible Weekly, and uh, one of the, was it the story mission? I can't remember mm -hmm. what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Heroic Story Challenges reset early, and it also affected a lot of people who did it early, not getting their prime engrams as a result, or their powerful rewards, I should say, as a result of that. So um, the response just came out a few hours ago. Walk me through it. What's Bungie saying about this whole situation? Yeah, so let's start with the raid chest because that seems to be the most important. And they're saying that, of course, player they're acknowledging players have found a way into the raid spaces and claimed gear from bonus chests. Those chests are being suppressed until we can properly isolate them to raid activities. None of the rewards that have been granted will be rescinded. So people who went into this exploit and got that raid gear, they're not going to have those items removed from their inventory they're just going to let them have it. Totally. I want to hit through their full update before we go line by line kind of opinions on each of these pieces. Because, I mean, the raid thing in and of itself yeah. is its own talking point. Um, I do want to mention Bungie did say, and I quote, we will not be issuing any bans or restrictions to players who may have been benefited from the following, including those raid chests. Um, there was another exploit <laughs> where prime engrams can be accumulated at a rapid pace using the prime attunement buff. Um, this is another exploit. I'm not going to talk about how to do it. I'm sure if you guys have been on YouTube, you've seen lots of YouTubers highlighting this. And essentially what Bungie says here, and I quote, acquiring large amounts of prime engrams in a short time frame reduces the frequency in which you earn prime engrams as you continue to play the game. Some players who have used this exploit heavily may find that prime engrams will not appear for the next two to three weeks. As such, this will provide a very small short-term gain for those using this exploit, but have negative long-term effects for a player's power progression. We are investigating a fix for this exploit. In the meantime, we highly recommend that players do not use this exploit. Players who are earning Prime Engrams while playing the game naturally will not be impacted. End quote. Okay, next thing, Diddy. So, all right. Weekly challenge reset. So the weekly Gambit, Crucible, and Heroic Story challenges were impacted over the weekend by an unforeseen milestone reset. Players who completed challenges after the faulty reset on Saturday were not given powerful rewards and will not receive a proper challenge reset on Tuesday for these activities. We are investigating the cause for the issue and will deploy a fix at our first opportunity. Additional information can be found on the help forum for those issues. And finally, Gambit suspensions. If any of you have been disconnected by playing Gambit, it happened to me. You also um, just want to know, when you get dis disconnected from Gambit, just rejoin somebody who was in that Gambit match. Um, you have two minutes to hop back in there. I rejoined off of a teammate that I was playing with. I don't know, Diddy, if you go back to the playlist, if there's an option to rejoin or something like that, but um, your spot is reserved for two minutes. 
But if you are getting disconnected unfairly, there are suspensions going out for Gambit. They want to discourage people quitting from Gambit. I totally get it. Um, 15-minute suspensions might be given to players who didn't deserve it. And that sucks, but that's just the way it is right now. They're looking into a fix. Sorry. I mean, that's that's really all they had to say on that matter. So four pretty big important things. Why don't we hit on the raid chest deal first of all? Um, I'll just say I'm super disappointed to see how many big YouTubers were showing off either the weapons or how to do this exploit. It's totally within their right, and I get it. Like, that's a huge part of the game is looking for ways to break out of the map and, and do crazy stuff like it. But, man, I feel like the integrity of Worlds First this Friday is going to be called into question. Yeah, because my point, I, I posted on Twitter when I learned about this, was that not only are they getting raid gear, but they're seeing raid assets and environments. Maybe not necessarily the play spaces, but they're getting familiar with the environment, where to go, that kind of stuff, before the world's first attempt, right? And that's that's a lot of the discovery of the raid for the first time is going through those encounters and those assets and just exploring the space. And if they already know that area, gives them a huge advantage for world's first. Obviously, you know, in two weeks, it's not going to matter, right? It's yeah. just really yeah. only affects those small percentage of players who actually try for world's first. So, you know, it's, uh, I, I'm with you. I'm disappointed to see all this exposure, but then again, it's an exploit for a new piece of gaming content that came out and the gaming community is going to latch onto that and figure it out. It's, it's under, yeah, we totally understand it. Like <laughs> to the creators who are going after it, they see views for sure, dude. Like that's huge. Like, oh man, if you're the first guy to upload that, sweet. Bazinga, bazinga. Because <laughs> every other major YouTuber is going to use that as their source. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And additionally, a lot of the times the raid weaponry or raid armors can have intrinsic perks that benefit right. you mm-hmm. from inside the raid. And that's more so my hitching you know, yes. block where I'm like, I don't know. So yep. mm-hmm. if I had to speculate, we know Deej and a bunch of the people at Bungie met this morning before doing this update. I think if Bungie had the tech to do kind of some sort of resolution, they would have but I honestly just don't think they have the tech or the manpower. I mean, what would they do? Maybe look at a player's collection, and if you had one of these weapons in your inventory, you're ineligible for Worlds First or something like that, but it's I mean, it's I'm sure there's, messy. I'm sure there's something they could look at where they could see if, not necessarily if a player got into the space or if they, specifically if they opened that chest, right? If they opened that specific chest with ID code 48729, whatever, and they could see, okay, you did the exploit. You're not eligible for world's first completion because they have that real-world real item now, that belt, that championship belt that they're giving out to the first six players who complete, that the first raid team, excuse me, uh, for completing this raid coming up this weekend. So it's, I think that's pretty much the only thing that they could do, right? They said they're not going to re- rescind any of the weapons. They're not taking away those rewards, but I think they would, they would hopefully just not let them be the world's first people. It's popular enough that I, I imagine a lot of people did it. And so I don't think it's yeah. viable. I mean, what happens yeah. if you just yeah, transfer that, point, that armor piece to a brand new character? Like yeah. somebody just rolls a fresh tune this next week. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what is. Um, there's the news on that side of things. The Prime Engram side of the deal, Diddy, I thought it was interesting that they did let us sort of peek under the curtain a little bit when they said that Prime Engrams are designed to grant you small power gains over time, and if you get a bunch of them in a short time frame, it reduces the frequency in which you will earn Prime Engrams as you continue to play the game. I think two distinctions, like the knee-jerk reaction is, what, you're penalizing people by br- like grinding your game? Um, as the the main like knee-jerk reaction, this doesn't affect milestones at all, and there are so many milestones to go after in Forsaken. This literally only affects those prime engrams that drop just randomly as you're playing the game, and I maybe had, I don't know, three to five of them happen yeah. outside of my milestones over, I think over I got, this last week. I think I got two, Like to yeah. be honest. I wasn't keeping track. But this is, this is interesting. Like you said, it's not penalizing them. It's just... Yeah, players were utilizing a game system that they put into place. And essentially, if if people are still confused by the wording, essentially what happens is, for example, uh, Bungie coded in, players get 10 prime engrams. They're, your character is going to get 10 prime engrams over the course of a month. Or let's say, let's say a high likelihood of about 10. Yeah, exactly. And if you get 10 in the first three days of playing the game, you're probably not going to see a Prime Engram pop up for 27, 26 more days, right? I did the math wrong. but Yeah, the probability probably scales um, exponentially. Like, the more Mm -hmm. that you get, the lower probability you have of receiving further. Exactly. So, I mean, if you just play the game normally, like a lot of people, it's just, it doesn't affect you at all. But it's for people explicitly using this exploit that's a fun phrase to say. Uh, the, then, yeah, so there you go. Moving on to the weekly challenge reset. I talked about this Saturday night I was playing with you. If you guys were uh, in Destiny Item Manager, the API was freaking out for like a solid hour. And then it looked like, oh, Gambit, Crucible, and the Heroic Story Challenges reset. And everything that was going around on Twitter was like, oh, this is just, just a UI bug. It's just a UI bug. And then, of course, <laughs> the next day on Sunday, it was like... I think four in the afternoon on Sunday here, I was streaming a bunch of broadcasters start going live. And then I look over on Twitter and Bungie Help has tweeted out, hey, it looks like these actually did reset. Sorry to players who did not receive their powerful rewards. We're not going to be, you know, doing another Tuesday reset for these folks. We're looking, as a hiccup here, um, for the cause of the issue and how to deploy a fix at the first opportunity. This one you kind of accurately pointed out to me, Diddy. I was frustrated when I saw that they weren't going to do another reset on Tuesday because for many folks, they may have just missed out on three milestones for this upcoming week, especially when you're looking at raid world first. But then at the end of the day, I thought about it. Like, what kind of power gains are you really going to get from three engrams? Probably not a ton. It's not, none of this is optimal. I'm not trying to make excuses. You guys make your own conclusions on this, but what's your thoughts? It's, I mean, the comment, there's a Reddit comment that you're referencing that from, here it is, Fred Wilson. He's like, he's, he, he's trying to, you know, quell the storm. It, they're not, de- they didn't decide to not do a weekly reset. It's the, the bug that happened that reset the milestones this weekend caused the reset on Tuesday not to happen. So it's it's like you said like you're not getting two weeks of powerful engrams because of this bug it sucks yeah but you know it is what it is and that's pretty much with any new 
software or hardware or content release, uh, there's going to be bugs, right? And if bugs are not properly caught in QA time, then it's, uh, if they, if it goes live, you have literally millions of people testing or formally testing your game, playing your game. Something's going to happen. Someone's going to find that bug. And this one seems to be a problem in the code. So that's, it's really unfortunate. And, uh, it's preventing them from actually doing a manual reset on Tuesday, I guess. This feels maybe like the most chaotic first weekend when you pair the raid chest thing with this um, essentially reset problem. This definitely feels maybe like the most, I wouldn't say turbulent, but uh, Bungie probably had a very long weekend. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, Cosmo, no, or DMG, I can't remember who, uh, referenced the LOC from Bungie, and that's, I think, their live operations center. So obviously, Destiny is a 24-hour game, so they have people monitoring the systems 24 hours a day. And I've worked in 24-hour environments like that, operations centers, and it is, when something, when stuff hits the fan, it's it's go time. Yeah. Every minute is critical, and that I cannot, man, I, I would buy the operations center a beer if I could, or coffee, or whatever they drink because they mm-hmm. they deserve they deserve a break once this all settles. I think what you also brought up there in the QA testing stuff, double-edged sword. I was thinking about my experience with World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. This was the first WoW expansion that I've actually gotten into the beta pretty early on for, and WoW has an alpha and a beta for their expansions, and they usually start rolling six to, I mean, maybe eight months ahead of the release window of the actual expansion. And during the beta, I pretty much played through the majority of the Battle for Azeroth story content, like the leveling content, a little bit of the dungeons, a little bit of the gearing process. And ultimately, this lets Blizzard root out a ton of the problems. So by the time Battle for Azeroth goes live, they've had a bunch of people experience the story and a bunch of people actually do weeks worth of the investment grind, worth of the uh, gearing up process. However, you know, Destiny doesn't do this, and it's really easy to say, why don't you? You lose a lot of the hype and the reveal and the mystery that we know Bungie really enjoys. They love, yeah. They love the reveal. <laughs> they love that. They love saving it up. And what, is, what was it, the waterfall? Like, save it all up and then just completely drench them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Those are the main issues. Um, I don't know what week two is going to look like. If you're already having exploits like this, watch uh, Twitter. Hopefully, hopefully they fix that bug that made it reset over the weekend. Otherwise, it's going to happen again, maybe. That, yeah, that if they don't fix it this week, it there's a strong possibility it could happen again this weekend. That's a great point. At Bungie Help is the Twitter account to follow, and if you see anything happening in game like this, maybe chill for a few hours, go watch some Netflix, clip Just, it, clip it, send it to their help Twitter or forums or whatever, so that they have video proof. It yeah. helps. It helps. Anything like that helps them pinpoint the issue, right? Great point. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to move. Right, Sorry, I just want to say just a tangent real quick. I've worked help desk and when tickets come in and a user describes their problem, it's usually not right because they don't work in IT, right? Most of Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're explaining something that me as an IT person, I understand the backend workings. So like when they say, oh, uh, my keyboard doesn't work and they could think maybe it's just the batteries or maybe it's just unplugged or maybe it's literally the keyboard is dead. You know, it's... Mm -hmm. And, they, and sometimes people say, just restart your computer, right? What? what, Some crap like that. But it's 
anything, like if I go walk over to that user's desk, I could see the issue for myself. It gives me an idea of how to pinpoint that problem. So clip your bugs, send it over and help them out. The more intel you can provide, the better, right? Yes. Yeah. And cool. sometimes intel is crap. <laughs> <laughs> We've got bad news. But uh, you never know until you send it. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, I wanted to switch uh, gears here real quick and talk about two awesome ideas I saw floating around this week throughout the community. First of all, the Blind Well Diddy. I got the chance to play a ton of the Blind Well this last week, um, mainly because I'm looking at those other subclasses. I have the Blinky uh, Void Lock, and then I also have the Radiance Well, which is super cool with Luna Faction Boots, dude. I mean, you become every fire team's best friend if you're running that super, and yes. it is so good. Like a true support warlock for like the first time ever feels good man uh however blindwell is like a cross between court of oryx and um i'm blanking on wraths right now archon was, forge archon forge thank you and a little bit of escalation protocol thrown in but not a whole bunch two things i wanted to point out the first one is escalation protocol i think really excelled from the fact that it had unique weapons tied to it that were ep weapons Gave you an incentive to run it. As of right now, Blindwell is just granting you, you know, destination items. The same stuff that you could be getting from other public events that take a little bit less time. Yeah, you have the chance of getting the consumable for the additional subclasses that you don't already have unlocked. But, um, honestly, the Blindwell needs either matchmaking or the option for the player to change the instance that they're in or refresh that instance because... I've had blind wells go great with eight people, and it's extraordinarily fun. And then I've also sat in there waiting for other players to magically, hopefully, instance match with me for 10, 15 minutes on end, sometimes without success. And we're four years into Destiny. Why is this text still so frustrating? I heard on console, I play on PC, you play on PC. I heard on console it was even worse for people not being Oof. able to find groups in the blind well. I mean, what do you make of all that? Man, it is. I saw that Reddit thread as well from the the changing instance. I thought it was a great idea, and that uh, I'll give credit to him. He's a uh, Mason Day on Reddit. That's who put the uh, Bungie please put a change instance option in areas like the blind well. It would make so much sense if there was like a fast travel node to the blind well and every time you hit fast travel it reconnected you to a brand new instance that's probably how it works now but it's not really apparent because it doesn't initiate any type of matchmaking or anything like that i think escalation protocol and all of these types archons forge court of Oryx, they were all in public spaces right yep and <laughs> Bungie really wants to push the social aspect of this game, but being tied to a patrol instance, I can imagine a patrol instance can only handle so much network traffic as opposed to like a crucible map. Crucible map you have, okay, connect me with 11 other players Uh and then start the match. Yep. Patrol spaces are dynamic. They change all the freaking time. So, like, that tech cannot handle connecting 10 other people, or, uh, sorry, eight, eight people total to one blind will instance. It, it seems like that would be way more difficult than click matchmaking, go play with 11 other people. If they put matchmaking in this type, it would see far more success. 
it 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 would be insane how much more participation Bungie would see if this type of thing was separated from a patrol space and had matchmaking. It it blows my mind that that does not exist. I, when, I could get like with those assets. Like if you're going for the story mission and you want to use that space for a story mission, that's fine. But don't tie it to a patrol space where it's it's not going to match make with players if whatever. Like or if something's initiated, you you use that item to trigger the blind well to start. Have that initiate matchmaking. Close off that instance, and then people nearby, a something pops up on their screen. Hey, a player has activated a, a blind well nearby. Do you want to join? And you hit yes. And just like the, uh, the the Whisper of the Worm thing where you go through the portal, it instances you, it connects you to a new instance where you can participate. Um, I agree with everything you said. When D2 Vanilla came out and, you know, you rally to the flag for a public event, the first time I yes. saw the flag and you did that, Initiate I honestly <laughs> thought that was, oh, thank goodness, this is going to find me an instance of somebody to run public events with because... Yes. We're really far on and we're still running into the same thing. And I understand it's probably very complicated, but okay, well, let us then go into a patrol space with six people. And I can at least go to the tower and see if people are going to want to join up for some blind well runs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Along that same line of thinking, I loved Gambit. This was my first week playing Gambit. You were completely right, dude. <laughs> it is such a cool game mode. Oh, my word. It's super fun. Um. I would love to see a solo matchmaking option or big party rules being enforced because I just grinded a lot of Gambit this last weekend. Most of it solo. I've played so many four stacks and three stacks. That's so frustrating. It's it's a fun game type, but if you're against a team just like Trials or whatever, uh, Trials matchmakes you with parties, but whatever. That's a bad example. It's frustrating. <laughs> I knew it. Look, if you're going against uh, sweaty stacks of three and four, all the time, it can be a little bit frustrating. I mean, maybe it can be implemented in the back end. Maybe it's a special event. Maybe it's, I mean, what do they call the, uh, I can't remember what it was called when they implemented it in Death Mercenary is what it was called, like in, in Call of Duty, but I can't remember. Yes. They had like a name for it in D1. But anyway, I can't either. that would be awesome. Uh, solo matchmaking option. Otherwise, I'm, I'm still going to keep grinding it. I don't mind losing, getting spanked by the teams of three and four. And yeah, getting. Getting blamed by the sleeper simulant never feels good, but that <laughs> game mode is super duper fun. So, I still don't have Ace of Spades. It's so hard to kill an invader with a hand cannon. It's so hard. <laughs> I love invading. I love it. It's so fun, dude. Like, go in there with your sniper rifle, a real sniper rifle, mind you, not sleeper, um, and just have at it. It's so cool, dude. I really like that game mode. Um, in the last few minutes of the show, why don't we just sort of wrap up the opinions, first impressions of the week and Forsaken thus far. I think it's replayable, way more replayable than anything else we've seen in Destiny 2 so far. The The milestones are great, uh, being able to track bounties as well. It really helps me as a player stay on track and focused in whatever I need to do. Um, knowing that I get my level ups from the powerful engrams makes me want to go do those activities, right? Uh, don't like PVP that much, but that's where my powerful engrams are going to come from. So you better bet your butt I'm going to go in and play <laughs> at least three or five Crucible matches so I can get that powerful engram, which I'm super glad it's not tied to wins because mm-hmm. that would be super frustrating. But they just did completions, so thank you very much. That was awesome. That was a great decision. 
um, yeah, I think we're there. There, there could be some slight tweaks to make it phenomenal, <clears throat> but it's, it's good right now. It's really good. I enjoyed, yeah, I agree. I really, really enjoyed this last week. I'm not going to try and play fortune teller and say, is this going to be awesome in three to four weeks? Is this going to be the best in two months? No idea. No idea. I can say from a gut level feeling that the initial month is going to be fantastic because the milestone grind is a lot. I mean, if you honestly look at everything that you get to do now with Gambit in the picture, the heroic story challenges in the picture, you've got the Nightfall, the Nightfall score thing, uh, the raid is going to be coming into the picture when it looks at weeklies. There's a good amount to do if you're running, you know, just a single character, let alone three for the more regular people. If you've got three characters and you want to hit all milestones on each of those characters each week, you have a steady pace of a lot of Destiny content to play. Six weeks from now, I don't know. If they don't have a longer-term plan in place for the Dreaming City's evolution or for the next steps, I, I don't know what the next six months looks like. But I will exactly. say, yeah. first week was extremely fun, and it feels like Destiny is very much back on track. The Triumphs and the Collections tab. Huge. Huge addition. Huge victories, and something that should have been in the game from the very beginning for completionists <laughs> the collections tab is brilliant being able to pull gear out of there that you've accumulated is such a cool feeling it it eliminates so much stupid storage issues with the vault even though i guess i know we have a lot more storage space in there and then the triumph scoring system is the record bookization which is not a word but basically turning the game into one big record book and that is a fantastic way for super diehard people to show off their prowess. What's your triumph score? Oh, it's over here. And in before all of the LFG posts saying... I literally asked you that this yeah. weekend. Because I thought... Score? Oh, yeah, I've, I've done some triumphs. And then you're like, oh, I'm 4,000 higher than you. And I just felt bad about myself. Well, we should <laughs> ask Sassy and then we both can feel terrible about ourselves. Man, <laughs> before Forsaken, that Night Stalker emblem that tracks how many kills you have with the Night Stalker... Yeah. Like, uh, his is like 100 times mine. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anybody who was I, I can't say I mean I, I did this in my impressions video the only person who can make the decision of if this is worth it is you seriously there are too many factors for podcast hosts who've been talking about the game for four years to tell you if this is the thing that's going to get you off the fence because it may not or yeah. it may it, it's, it's it, literally at this point guys it's destiny Yes, they brought back a ton of great ideas and things that should have been there from day one of D2 Vanilla. Am I going to still be, you know, sour about it? No, it's in the game now. It's fun to play. I'm going to continue to play as it is right now. Yeah, I mean, you just have to keep in mind the price point of entry, right? They've got, yeah. the, got the Destiny 2 Complete Collection plus Forsaken for however much money that is. 60. And, and if that is worth it to you based on all the improvements that they've made, then go for it. Uh, yeah. I, obviously it's only a week in we are very happy with what the game is now it might change in three weeks Chris yeah. Osiris didn't last a week right mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah we knew the week after we, we knew, were sour we knew that weekend Chris Osiris would be just the worst DLC expansion ever mm -hmm. and uh, Warmind was better still didn't last more than a month or whatever uh, and now with Forsaken first week is good 
we'll let you know next week if it uh, if it holds up. Yeah, keep checking it. There is literally no consequence to waiting on Destiny. Yeah, you not- only get benefits upon waiting. My buddy who lived under a rock, didn't even know what D1 was, who just got Destiny 2 a week before Forsaken, he's played all of Vanilla, all of, you know, Curse, Warmind, into Forsaken, and he's had the time of his life, like, the last two weeks. He's so excited, like, <laughs> greatest part ever. He doesn't watch anything best, on YouTube. <laughs> the best Blueberry uh, statement from him. Yeah. He was he was starting the Forsaken, and this is not a spoiler, because it was in all the marketing. Yeah. He started the story and got to the cutscene with Cade, at the very end of the first or second story mission. And he's like, wait, Cade dies? <laughs> <laughs> and it was so genuine. It was completely genuine. He's like, he doesn't really die, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, literally, when you say, did not, knew nothing about Destiny, he didn't even look at the marketing for this game. No. <laughs> oh, the truest of the blueberry. The, the blueberry barometer is Captain Falcon. <laughs> Straight from the vine. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching this Do blueberries week. blueberries grow on vines? Don't ask that kind of question. You're not supposed to do math or ask about fruit-related things. Okay, all right. So that's now math. Perfect. You heard it here first. DTS. <laughs> math lessons. Find about... your content, Mr. Professor of trigonometry. <sighs> okay, specifically trigonometry. All right, perfect. Uh, um, that's uh, twitter.com slash DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and youtube.com slash wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. All the links from today and more are on our website, destinytheshow.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Destiny the Show, same name on Facebook. You can join our Discord at discord.me slash destinytheshow. We have clan availability, I think, in yes, most of, of the clans. Yeah, All of them. Yeah. Awesome. So if you guys uh, want to join... By the way, just side note on the clan, if you join Destiny the Show, the regular clan, with Xbox or PC, you're going to get denied because that is the PlayStation clan <laughs> mm-hmm. so there is an xbox clan there is a pc clan there are secondary clans as well so check the discord link for those clan membership links don't blame us blame bungie's weird clan tools we they're trash to do what we could do sorry yeah you can follow <laughs> me sorry. at bbk dragoon on uh twitter twitch youtube all the spots thanks for listening have a great rest of your week and we'll check in with you again next time <laughs>